like an idiot. Let me open up my... Well, it flipped open to the broken part in the middle, but I'm really looking for... It's Isaiah, Songs of Solomon. Oh, Psalms right there. Hey, the broken part happens to be Psalms. So, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. And that is, um, just starting these things out with a psalm. This one uh, I highlighted first in 2003. And then it applied again to something that was going on in my life in 2005. And then again in 2014. And I have in parentheses my, after 2014 the word mind. So this is the book of Psalms chapter 6. No Lord don't punish me in the heat of your anger. Pity me O Lord. For I am weak. Heal me. Heal me. For my body is sick. And I am upset and disturbed. My mind is filled with apprehension. And with gloom. Oh restore me soon. Come O oh Lord. Make me well in your kindness. Kindness. Make me well in your kindness. Save me, for if I die, I cannot give you glory by praising you before my friends. I am, I am worn out with pain. Every, every night my pillow is wet with tears. My eyes are growing old and dim with grief because... Of all my enemies. Go. Leave me now. You men of evil deeds. For the Lord has heard my weeping. And my pleading. He will answer. My prayers. And all my enemies. Shall be. Suddenly. Dishonored. Terror stricken. And disgraced. God will turn them back in shame. Amen. Yeah, you know, um, whether it's this time of coronavirus or um, 2014, I was um, going through some some str some strife. Um, there was a major political decision. I was a a councilman in town, and it, it felt like I, this is when I first found out I have a severe panic disorder. Uh, well, when I first started getting severe panic attacks, I should say. Um, and it just felt like the world was closing in on me. Um, and like enemies were all around me. People were giving me bad advice, telling me rumors and stories they had made up as if they were fact. And it was really getting to me because I thought all these people were my friends and none of them would lead me astray. But the ultimate leader is God. 
Now let me tell you something. I should have put it all behind me the day I sat in church with my head down for an hour and a half or two hours through the whole service just praying about a decision. And it was a major decision in the history of a small town. And an older gentleman came and sat down beside me. And I said, that is God's answer to my prayer. And so, you know, whether it's um, a sickness, a worldwide sickness, uh, or a personal problem or problem with enemies, friends, you know, the ultimate enemy, the devil. God is the ultimate leader, decision maker. He's our ultimate friend. And, and I think that's something that maybe we should think of. Um, you're not going to die until God says it's your time. Any force, human, weapon that comes against you will not succeed if God is on your side. And you get him on your side by accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Getting into a good Bible-based church that maybe sometimes tells you things you don't want to hear. But tells you the, the biblical truth. And live as close to biblical principles as you can. Man, that's something I really need to I need to think on and, and, and pr practice on and put into practice. So, I think I'm going to start these videos and podcasts out from now on with a, a psalm. I have so many highlighted. That one was, it was highlighted. It was underlined in pencil. It was underlined again in ink. There were three notes in the margin, three, not three, three, and there were little stars um, around specific verses, uh, sentences. For those of you that aren't familiar with the Bible, you, generally each sentence is a verse or maybe a sentence or two. Um, but yeah, that was uh, Psalm number six, P.S. ALM Psalm for those of you that are not familiar. Uh, I read from the Living Bible. It's a Bible that was given to me 25 years ago by my church. 25 years ago, almost 25 years ago next month. My church gave me that Bible, and man, you can see how beat up and it is. And it's beat up because it's the the living breathing word of God and he stands on his word man and he will get you through some hard times standing on that word um, but after that let's uh, do the do the uh, remember to like share and subscribe um, if you're on the anchor app it's called I think they use the terms favorites but uh you can make this your favorite channel you can favorite this video or this podcast 
and you can share it with your friends. So whatever terminology, whatever platform is using. Um, today at ye old Trumpy Baby Press Conference. Um, so let's, let's hit the points here and then we'll get into each one. Hydroxychloroquine, immigration ban, stimulus phase four, or some people are calling it stimulus phase 3.5. Um, and then, oh, chi punishment for China, possibly. Okay, so today, 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 a uh, <laughs> survey came out. It said, or not a survey, a study by the Veterans Administration Hospital, also known as the VA Hospital, and not to be confused, I think it was funded in, partly, in part with grant money from the University of Virginia um, and another federal source. Um, they studied... 308 over 300 almost 400 people and they found that uh, some people die, who were given just straight hydroxychloroquine some of them died some of them had to be put on ventilators and some of them were just fine I think it was like 28 died or 28 percent uh, and then 11 or 11 percent, either 11 people or 11 percent had to be ventilated. Um, and then the rest recuperated. Um, of the ones of the <clears throat> almost 400 that were given uh, hydroxy plus other things, the results were about the same. And of the people that were given no hydroxychloroquine, the results were basically the same. So, there are literally, like if you look at CNN, Clinton News Network, they're saying that the drug, the, yeah, the drug, hydroxychloroquine, that Donald Trump told people to take, which he did not tell anyone to go out and take it, uh, is kills people. That was one of the headlines I saw or, uh, in the description or something. You know, that dr drug Trump touts is killing people. Well, that's not the case. The drug didn't kill people. Um, well, there are other things coming out now. Of course, with anything or anyone that's successful, there's got to be a negative side to it right we have to go out and find the negative in everyone and everything um in some other countries uh with the coronavirus they gave people hydroxychloroquine and it sped up their heart rate now trump has said that you know and he's taking you know advice from doctors and what he's reading it you know in the research in the news 
But, you know, he had said, you know, this drug won't kill you. We found a drug that has been used for malaria for years and it won't kill you. You know, we know it won't kill you. So now the media is jumping on Trump's shit because, oh my goodness, people who were in a survey, a study, a very small, almost unscientific, it was so small, and not peer-reviewed yet, study showed that some people who were given hydroxychloroquine died of uh, the virus anyway. And they're making it sound like Trump is killing people with hydroxychloroquine. Now, we already heard about the woman who, the man and the wife that drank fishbowl cleaner because it said hydroxychloroquine phosphate. And, they, and then we find out the wife was like, she, I don't know why she didn't just leave her husband. From what I heard, she hated him. She posted negative things on her social media about Trump and about the husband and things of that nature. But she fed the husband fishbowl cleaner and he died. And then she went on CNN and tried to blame Trump. So the Donald can't win in this, you know. They can't allow him to win. Now, one of the honchos at the FDA quickly jumped in when a reporter brought this VA, it's being called the VA study when a reporter brought this VA study up, one of the honchos, I think he's the head honcho of the FDA, jumped in and said, wait a minute, we've got real clinical research going on with hydroxychloroquine, where a group, a control group is getting hydroxychloroquine and a, another group is getting a placebo. This is a scientific study that we're doing and we're also studying other therapies and treatments that's what they call medication and so he said by early summer we'll have some solid results that we can share with you on treatments so this is what has to take place to find a treatment now one doctor in the south of France when this all first started to hit the fan the uh, outbreak the pandemic the uh, hydroxychloroquine talk he did a study with um, 1,161 people which is uh, considered some, the number that you can use to generalize something to the population so when you hear them say you know 60% of people felt this way if it was a scientific study it meant it means that 1,161 people were surveyed and that's generally the mark that I think Sigmund Freud set out that that's how you can generalize things to the greater population by studying uh, basically 1,100 people. Um, so those are the tests the FDA is conducting now 
with hydroxychloroquine and other things. Um, Trump talked about his immigration ban today. It's, he's going to sign it tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, well, it is tomorrow morning now where I am, but um, it does not include legal migrants. It, it's for people that are trying to move into the United States as permanent residents and of course anyone crossing any border illegally and he said borders this includes China Canada uh, Europe all of them okay are going to be banned for a while for 60 to 90 days and then they're going to reevaluate the situation the economic situation Because as we open the country back up, we want jobs to go to Americans first. But where this uh, executive order does not include legal migrant workers. So these are the people that are like farm hands that, you know, everyone complains about. Not everyone, but some people complain about. How these Mexicans are, you know, picking fruit and this and that, uh, you know, working on farms. Well, the first time they kicked, they banned migrants. Uh, sometimes they're called day workers because they might work one day at one farm and then go to another farm the next day or something. But anyways, the first time they banned these migrant workers, farmers went out of business because... They couldn't afford to pay <clears throat> minimum wage. And secondly, it's hard work and people didn't want to do it for minimum wage. So uh, Trump learned from his mistake. And that's, the, that's what I was thinking when I was thinking about doing this video and podcast. Um, I was sitting there thinking, I heard Trump say something that it was a mistake to ban these people, ban something in the past. He did something in the past, and then you know it came to me as I was thinking about. It, oh yeah, it was that thing about the migrant uh, farm hands and how farmers went out of business because they banned these workers in the past. So the point is, Trump learned from a mistake. Okay. He's big on jobs for Americans, Americans first, but he's also smart enough and capable of saying, I made a mistake and correcting that mistake. So he said, we're going to help the farmers. He repeated it a few times. We're, we're going to help the farmers. We're going to take care of the farmers. And that's very important because without farmers, we'd all starve to death simple as that you, you the the average american cannot <laughs> grow a flower in a flower pot let alone food to sustain themselves okay uh the average american can't raise a, a cow or any other kind of meat um you know some vegans raise their all their own food and more power to them uh, if they you know, have a small garden in their backyard and that's what they 
try to live off of or try to supplement their diet with, you know, gosh, gosh bless them, but most people can't do that. So we have to rely on farmers. And Trump learned from his mistake that these migrants are an essential part of the farming community and the farm uh, help. Uh, and they're needed to come in legally through proper channels, be documented, and then you know if they want to be birds of passage and go back to their own country, or if they want to migrate, you know, from one area to the next based on what season it is, you know, they can do that as well. But Trump learned from a mistake, and he admitted a mistake, and he corrected it, which is something the media would never give him credit for. Uh, stimulus phase four, or sometimes it's being called uh, stimulus 3.5, whatever. Um, it includes money for states and hospitals. I'll break it down for you later. Uh, it does not include an infrastructure bill because Trump wants a huge infrastructure bill. And uh, the, ner- the nerdy guy with the big horn rim glasses said, that's just going to have to come in a- another bill. And uh, I give credit to, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, it starts with an M. And he has been working with Congress, Senate, and House to get these bills passed and make sure we have enough money in our coffers to pay for all of this. Um, it's going to be, um, I think, total $450 billion. Uh, it does not include the infrastructure bill, like I said, that Trump wanted. It does not include another $1,200 welfare check for us, which that's, that's good in my opinion. Um, we don't need to become dependent on government. Okay, so uh, it does put $310 billion into the Paycheck Protection Program which these are the grants and loans that businesses could apply for to pay their employees, keep the lights on at their business while business was is slow. Now it's going to slowly start building back up, we hope. Um, but while business was down and out, they got these paycheck protection loans and grants. And some of the big businesses that applied for them, like... Uh, one was Steak Shack. They got um, a loan, and Trump said, uh-uh, that ain't for y'all. That's for the small businesses. Harvard got money from the, these loans, and they slipped through the cracks a little bit. And Trump said, uh-uh, you're paying it back. He's going to tell Harvard and other ma- big businesses um, like Steak Shack to pay back the money they got from these paycheck protection loans because it was made for small mom and pop businesses, not big corporations. Okay, so kudos to Trump looking out for the little man. Uh, it includes 60 billion for economic disaster relief, I think that's the money that goes to the states. Um, then there's 75 billion for hospitals because. You know, with the money they've been spending on 
personal protection, protective equipment, uh, overtime, staffing, and things. They're getting tapped out. So they're getting $75 billion from the Fed. And then $25 billion is going to go for testing. There are multiple tests and ways that they are going to test people. Um, they want to get as many test, people tested as possible. One is this antibody or antigen test where if you had the virus and maybe didn't even know it because your immune system's that strong, you may have antibodies in your bloodstream to make it simple that they can pull your blood plasma and then give that those antibodies to someone who's sick and possibly help that person recover. So that is one type of testing they're they're working on. They're working on, you know, faster testing, tests that uh, you or I could take home. And if we start to feel sick, we could rub our snout, stick it in the... Uh, there's a liquid that preserves the specimen. Put it in that liquid tu tube with the liquid. And then... Uh, Quest Diagnostics or one of the other diagnostic companies will come back and uh, come to your house and pick it up and let you know if you got the coronavirus or not. So uh, many kinds of testing and we need larger testing to find out how deep in this we are and how people's bodies are responding to it. So we're still early on in this pandemic and this virus. Um, it, it seems to be on that downward slope. You've heard everyone about talk about the curve. We seem to be on the downward side of that. Um, some hot spots have popped up as economies have reopened. And I think Trump and the Fed Federals are uh, getting more and more prepared. Because um, they've said for a while, you know, this is going to come back. It's not until we have a vaccine or something. This isn't going away for good. You know, Trump is dedicated to stomping this out permanently. They asked Doctor Burks today, "Do you is there any?" Proof to the rumor that this could come back even even worse in the fall because it's going to be intertwined with, you know, flu season. And Dr. Burke said, well, I don't think it could get much worse than it is, uh, you know, because of the, the number of deaths and actually the number of people recovered far outseeds the number of deaths worldwide. It, there's almost 700,000 people who have recovered from this it was like 658 or 685,000 people have recovered um, worldwide and less than 150,000 have died now of course one person dies that's one too many but the recovery rate is far higher and that's something the media is not reporting that's just a fact I've picked up on and I've been reporting uh, but Dr. Burke said, you know, she doesn't think it could get worse. 
that you know they're going to try to distinguish this virus from the flu virus in the fall but they want to make sure that you know this they're prepared and that's why she said you know we haven't canceled the orders for more respirators that's why we're still building hospitals in uh, I don't want to say makeshift, but uh, like the Javits Center in New York. Um, here in my area, it would be the Covelli Center, which is a sports arena in Youngstown. Uh, those places are being prepared or could are seen as places that could be converted to hospitals if need be. And every you know, major city and region in at least in Ohio because our governor kicks ass uh is you know uh preparing has one of these places picked out so um something i talked about yesterday that was not brought up until today's press conference uh at any of these trump briefings um <clears throat> <coughs> showing that I am ahead of my time, is uh, what's going to be done with China? How will China be dealt with for the spread of this virus? It came from China. We've, we think it started in one of their laboratories and then was released or escaped out into the Chinese public. The doctor who tried to warn the world of this was arrested and came down with the virus and died from it. And he looked like a, a fairly young, healthy person. But the point is, Trump said today, you're going to hear a lot in the very near future about that. I think it was, it may have been Brett Baer from Fox. I don't want to give Fox News too much credit because I don't want to sound like one of those Fox News people. But, you know, there's people, the Republicans or conservatives that sit there and go, well, Fox News said, Fox News said, well, say something yourself. Do your own thinking, you dumbass. Uh, but I think it might have been Brett from Fox, uh, some reporter brought up, you know, or what's going to be done to China, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, is there going to be punishment or something like that? And Trump responded very briefly, said, I can't talk about it right now. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact verbiage, but he didn't want to talk about it right now, but you're going to hear a lot about it in the very near future. So I think, uh, you know, the United States needs to lead a team from around the world uh, and investigate this and find things out from within China. And there needs to be some kind of punishment. China needs to fork over some money to countries directly so that countries can prepare themselves for a, a future pandemic like Italy that was just so so caught 
off guard by this and so many people died now the Ital italy has one of the oldest populations in the world so flus and pneumonias and whatever this virus is whatever category it goes in flu or pneumonia i don't know um or a virus all to itself um their, their population is very susceptible to this they also have the highest smoking rate in the world which i can't critique them for that even though they smoke cancer sticks and i smoke cigars but they they have two things going against them uh italy did uh with the the aged population and the high smoking rate uh, as far as a respiratory virus goes but you know china needs to compensate them because china kept this covered up till it was beyond uh controllable and so and the united nations world and the world health organization the un as a whole because it has a multitude of uh organizations under it like unicef which i like unicef um the World Health Organization. Of course, there's the UN Security Council with the five permanent members and then several rotating members. Uh, and then you have the uh, just other UN bodies. They have UN General Assembly. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, and so on and so forth. But the UN needs to be investigated under that the world health organization's uh role or lack thereof in this needs to be investigated and something needs to be do done with them so with that god bless you all i ask you to pray for one another uh let's get through this pandemic um Stay safe, my friends. God bless you.